I Like Your Dress is recorded in Vancouver, British Columbia, on the traditional territory of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Coast Salish people. Join us every two weeks for a new adventure. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of I Like Your Dress. It is me, your host, Tori, this week, and I have an awesome guest who I am very excited to introduce, partially because we have the same name, hilariously enough. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, this week or this whole season, we'll be interviewing awesome uh, small businesses in Vancouver who we admire and just uh, think we basically love. You know, it's why not, right? Um, and uh, today I'm joined by uh, a lovely guest, Victoria, and she is the manager, uh, store man- one of the store managers at Cataro Cat Cafe, um, also a pet supplies store, which I didn't even realize because I have I got went there when you guys first opened and it's been ages. Um, and she's joining me today talk about the store and I guess her, her background in the food and beverage industry. Um, and yeah, I'm so excited. Hi, Victoria. How are you? Good. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This is a pleasure. <laughs> yes, it's great. It's fun to when you get to say your own name. Like, <laughs> this is only, I think my, this is the second podcast I've ever done. So it's very, it's nice to kind of be into the, the industry a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. Podcasting is great. You guys need help with a podcast, a cat podcast. Just call me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great we just we just do like an asmr podcast with the cats meowing into the microphone oh that I, would go yeah it's so great i'm there i'm sold <laughs> awesome um so yeah i guess to give us a little bit of background about you and the cafe and me touching yeah. the microphone i'm a terrible podcaster oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i guess i started with katoro in uh 2019 in july um, I think I applied around May when it was, this was all before they opened and they had posted, I think, on Facebook that they were advertising. Um, so I was working at just a diner just a couple blocks away at the time. Uh, and I loved cats like I always have. Yeah. So that's kind of when I got introduced to Katoro and I was searching like who they are um, and they seem to be very, very close to the initiative of like helping out the cats but also helping out the environment and helping out the community which really aligned with a lot of my own values so yeah I applied and I, I got the uh, the job as a host at the time mm. uh, I was kind of the one like greeting the guests bringing them in um, mm. answering any of their questions and yeah the the beginning if you ask anyone it was a little rough yeah um, I don't think expected how like a cat cafe runs and and how what to expect and mm-hmm. expected things that happen day to day so um yeah it's been great I and so I've been with Katoro for I guess over almost two and a half years now wow that's awesome day one but yeah so it's the beginning so you saw when it was crazy busy at the bit with the start right <laughs> yeah, all through it so um I guess that's uh, now I'm one of the store managers, uh, the position there. So I kind of oversee many aspects of the store, more so on the cafe side. Um, but I'm still like going in to see the cats every day and making mm-hmm. sure I'm still well versed with everything. So I know what's going on. But must, yeah, must be the dream to have like three coworkers that you just get to go pet and give cuddles. It, it's so good. <laughs> even, even bad days, yeah. just going the day and cuddling with a few cats just before you head home like helps a lot so even the tough days aren't aren't too bad yeah Yeah. oh my god I imagine that's awesome so how did you did you work in cafes before or was this like your first kind of job in the food and beverage space Um, Um, 
Yeah, I guess I was in the service industry for possibly like six years before I started at Katoro. Um, started like when I was a kid, just kind of interacting with customers at like my grandparents' farm stand. Oh. So I kind of started there. And then once I got old enough to like work at um, restaurants and diners, that's mostly yeah. what I do love the dining industry. Uh, a lot of really good clientele. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Katoro was a lot different because everyone pretty much comes in with the same interest uh, mm-hmm. of, of, and it's so funny. You bond over the most strangest things like cat litter and <laughs> like that. So it's really interesting. The people that you talk to That's here. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. I worked in a lot of coffee shops. Like that was my first jobs growing up. It was like barista cheesecake server, just whatever, like, <laughs> you know, your first job. I think most of us do like some customer service at some point in our lives. Um, but I guess going back, it would have been serving lemonade every time I moved in my mom's lemonade stands that we yeah. put up. So there you go. Been doing it no, forever. <laughs> don't realize, you know, you're kind of in the business world, uh, even at a age. So age it's five. really <laughs> how that factors into your later life. That's, but yeah, that's funny. That's awesome. Um, so I guess I was going to say, or the next questions I have, sort of what makes Hatero different from other cafes, which you touched on, touched on a little bit, um, this is the cat aspect. Um, do you, I guess, do you know a little bit of like how, how that, how, how do you manage having a cat room, like the whole cats, but also running the cafe? Like, it seems like a very, almost like two businesses in one kind of trickiness there. It almost kind of has to be, I feel, um, just with the laws, I guess in Canada specifically and some other places where uh, animals can't really be around food and beverage. Yeah. So you have to, like when they were designing the place in the blueprints, they had to submit so many to make mm-hmm. sure that moved because things have to be just a certain way. Yeah. Uh, fall into the bylaws. So that was definitely a bit tricky, but um, just with the way it's structured, it does work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everything does kind of have to be separate. We always have to make sure we're not wearing certain clothes into certain areas and things oh, like that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, cat hair, yeah. Get, cat hair gets everywhere. <laughs> Gosh, lint rollers are our friends, but um, yes. <laughs> That's so funny. I also think it's cool because I didn't, I forgot about the sustainability factor, but I do remember the first time I went there, I was at Nada initially um, yes. and getting some stuff, you know, some bubble tea straws actually is what I got. And then I went over to the cat, cat this is my first, was it my first time? First or second time to the Cat Tarot Cafe. Um, and then I was like, oh, they have bubble tea straws that are reusable here. I didn't even need to buy one. <laughs> yeah. That's really Not funny. A- do, they do like the metal ones, the glass yeah. ones. You just have the bamboo yeah. ones. They're nice. So there's a lot of different options that people people can choose. But yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What's your team's proudest accomplishment to date that you guys have done? Ooh, it's a that's a tough one. I as far as like cats go, I would probably just say adoptions in general. Mm-hmm. So we've been open uh, about two and a half years, I guess. And uh, we've adopted out over 550 cats. Oh, my God. That's a huge accomplishment in itself. And especially because the rescue that we work with, uh, Cat Therapy, they do help out a lot of like special needs cases. So some kitties that you see, like, mm-hmm. that probably wouldn't have a chance elsewhere, like, really get to have a second chance at a home. And it's it's so sweet. So that's definitely the one on cat on the cat side. Mm-hmm. And I guess if we had to choose one for the cafe side, um, we were finalists in the um, Small Business BC Awards. Awesome. 
in both the premier's people's choice and the best community impact. So that was a big event for us. Um, that uh, just to be nominated and that was a huge honor. So that would be um, one on that side. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Just killing it on both sides. Just nailing it all. Yeah. Yeah, this is why we do have the both sides. Again. <laughs> like, if we don't get this this award, we'll get that one. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what's your favorite style of hot drink? In like in the cafe there, or, like, or in general? Like, what do you you like a pumpkin spice person? Mochas, the big bubble tea drinks. Like, what do you what do you go to? Well, yeah. Well, I haven't really been a bubble tea person until I started working here. Like, I had it maybe once or twice, but when I started working here, you really got to like go into the world of bubble tea yeah. and um i i generally go for more of the fruit teas like the mm -hmm. pea green tea or something yeah. that. if i'm feeling really like um comforted i'll get like uh the foggy cat which is our vanilla earl gray milk tea that's really good the name is so good and yeah i imagine those like milk milk ones really are a lot for me like i used to love like the tarot kind of like the per like those like milky uh tarot with milk and pearls usually or something when i used to yeah. get it like a different cafe um but yeah that's a lot it's a lot of milk a lot of cream the tarot is really heavy with the potato right and then you're like yeah. oh i can't drink a lot of that <laughs> all right feeling for it but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah definitely like the light t fruit teas with like the coconut meat is what i go to in summer a lot like yeah. peach green like or no grapefruit green tea is what i tend to if they have oh, something yeah. like that that's one of my favorites um yeah i love bubble tea i love hot drinks I love pumpkin spice, which is the season right now. <laughs> no, I wish sh no shame. But I, uh, once Christmas comes along, I'm a sucker for eggnog. Uh, so I love it or hate it, and I'm and I love it. And the eggnog lattes are there to die for. And the thing is, they're very seasonal, so you can really only get them during that time. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's it's cold and rainy and wet. So you're like, I want hot drinks right now. They're yes. Don't yeah. want to move. I just want to drink my <laughs> my eggnog. That's fair. My brother does boozy eggnog for Christmas sometimes, and that's yeah. even more deadly. <laughs> for holiday spirit. <laughs> just just do like a, a holiday pop up uh, after hours party with the cats and some spiked eggnog, and I'll be there. <laughs> oh my, be awesome. We always thought about the idea of doing like a boozy bubble tea, but I think the laws around the animals and the that we're a bit too uh yeah, yeah so i think the liquor just, licenses are like a special thing on top of it all yeah that's, yeah that's uh, fair <laughs> just just a private party invite only <laughs> we'll have to have an I, I like your dress we'll just be like we're we're here for a pop-up just <laughs> do you guys do actually there's a question do you do like do people have events there like that they can book the space or anything yeah yeah we've done like a couple birthday parties some like nonprofit organizations we once had a nursing home come in they're like uh like like wheelchairs and coming in and we were setting the cats on their laps and they had the sweetest time because they never really got to interact with a whole lot of animals right. where they were yeah it was it's so nice sad that nursing, nursing homes don't have pets in them you know they really should yeah, they're very like therapeutic and they can help out a lot with just like um, your social bar and uh, mm. just like interact with an animal. And so it's really nice when they do come in to come experience that. But, yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. I know where my next birthday is going to be. <laughs> Call or email. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, so also it's called the Katoro Katakave, obviously a reference to Totoro, uh, the my, my, yeah. neighbor to Totoro my, yeah, my neighbor Totoro from the Ghibli film, or Ghibli film, 
and I like those movies. I do have a Spirited Away tattoo, uh, actually, oh, on one of my legs. No. Yeah, it's just a bunch of sun sprites with the little candies in you know, yeah. that scene. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so I love I love all those films. Growing up, I remember like the I don't know if the Cat Prince actually was one of them, but I feel like maybe it was. Mm, I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Remember the one where the girl the, she saves the cat and he ends up being a prince and then she turns into a Ooh. cat. Yes. Oh, what is that one? I think it's literally called the Cat Prince or something. Something yeah. really. I'd have I'd have to double check. I think that's what we played here for a movie night. Oh really? Oh there you go. Okay, so it must have been. Well, it's in the same genre, even if it's not like, actually one I can't yeah. re- remember. Uh, so what is your favorite film of those kinds of like homey fantastical cat movies? <laughs> That's a hard choice. I do love Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. That is a really, really good one. And I think for one of the more like ones that people don't really know, I like um, From Up on Poppy Hill. Oh, I don't know that one. It, it's, yeah, it's not definitely as well known, but it um, has themes of where they're like by the sea and a mm. lot of like manic, um shots. And the vibes remind me a lot of the East Coast of Canada, where I'm from. So I just, I really like connected with a lot of like the, the ocean and the fishermen yeah. there i was like oh that reminds me of home well, yeah. oh, that's a good one yeah i love i love spirit away obviously it's probably it's one of the, the best films so i can't i can't go wrong with that um and totoro's the cat oh my god i used to be an art teacher briefly and i would the kids would do like a totoro painting and they always loved to do that because it's really easy to draw it's just a big circle with some ears you know yeah, exactly <laughs> a couple a couple little triangles for the belly um and big eyes um, yeah, and it was always fun to to paint Totoro with the kids. But yeah, Kiki's Delivery Service is also one of my favorites because of the like the ocean kind of vibes, um, and yeah. like she just lives above a bakery, and then she just doesn't even have to pay rent. Like God, life is so simple. Ugh. I know. So, yeah, so jealous. And she has her little cat uh, cat sidekick there as yeah. well. He is great. It reminisces well with uh, like Katoro and everything. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's cats in so many of those movies. Um, who doesn't love cats? I love cats. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> references in some. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's could what's some advice you could give to someone their first time? Like what to expect if they're coming to the cat cafe so they're prepared? Yeah. Yeah. If you're coming to visit, I would say the first thing to do would uh, get a reservation. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, especially with COVID, uh, we've had a, a very limited capacity which is great because I think it offers more one-on-one time with the cats. It's not as crowded, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, feel a lot safer in the room. So definitely booking an appointment is uh, the first thing to do. Yeah. The easiest way to do so on the website. Um, and you can choose the day, the time. And uh, we're booking up to three weeks in advance. So you can kind of oh, choose. That's not even that bad. That's only a couple weeks. Yeah, not bad. So you can plan, plan your day yeah. and come out great rainy day activity because it's indoors so if it's not nice out i definitely recommend coming to see the cats <laughs> it'll make your day a lot better there's like a 90 percent chance it's gonna be raining in three weeks there you go <laughs> probably gonna be fully booked <laughs> <laughs> vancouver the perfect city for it um yeah. <laughs> rain city but how many cats are there actually in the room yeah it's depending if there's like adoptions and we usually always try to ones in as well um so i would say the number fluctuates usually between 15 and 25 oh my god uh, that's so many yeah. cats <laughs> yeah. have a good mix and so some of them are social and some of them are kind of on the shyer side uh so then they all kind of get a chance to come out of their shell and play and meet people so do you know um, like the rough average stay like as a cat 
like how I guess what rate are they ad- adopted do they stay up at a month or is it a couple of days yeah I'm would... cycling through <laughs> I'm just curious three two to four weeks okay. like it does so sometimes it's very quick like two weeks and then other times it would be about a month yeah. so I would say on the three four week mark okay so you, so you get like a new co-worker every month <laughs> exactly. yeah no and it's really tough when some really good ones come and oh. then they're they're gone like so soon yeah uh, but it is good for the ones that do stay and who really do build a relationship with them and uh, then it's even worse when they go home because it's <laughs> you're like i want this one no <laughs> it's so tough when the, the ones really get attached to go home have the staff yeah. ever adopted any cats i'm sure they must have. yeah i think over half of us have including <laughs> my <laughs> of course I- I didn't last too long uh, before I adopted my little guy Bean, which I think was one of the photos I sent you where I was holding the cat. That's my baby boy. Uh, and then, yeah, a few of our other coworkers have as well. So it's kind of nice to see them come in. And you're like the first ones to see them, so you can kind of like watch them and be like, "Are you? Are you a good cat?" <laughs> <laughs> you get the no. You're like inside scoop. <laughs> vibe with me yeah like, like everyone always wants a kitten but like i like want to adopt cat aches like it's already grown and then you're helping it from getting uh going to like a hill shelter or something uh, but also like you have the personality figured out that cat is that way i want a cuddly cat i want it to smother my face <laughs> true when you adult cat kind of what you see is what you get yeah uh, kittens they're so malleable with their personality it's good you can either affect them in a really good way or it can kind of go the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> My first cat, cat was like that. Like we had, we were like three kids and we all wanted to play with him all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, Luckily, it's so good. He, he was chill. But anyways, um, he was like a rag doll. So like, you know, if you know the breeds of cats, yeah, they're pretty much yeah. just oh, anything goes. <laughs> Very enjoying. So chill. That's cute. Um, so I guess another question I have is how COVID-19 affected you guys. Cause you opened just before the pandemic and I went there in 2019, uh, shortly after you opened. Um, and I haven't actually been back, I think since then, really, since the pandemic started, I haven't, uh, haven't had a chance to say a bummer cause I used to live really close by. Um, but yeah, how did that change things for you guys? Yeah, I think for all small businesses in BC or anywhere, it really did, uh, hit us hard at first. Mm-hmm. Um, it came on so quick that the one day we got the announcement, we actually had to tell the people in the cat forest, like, I'm sorry, but you have to leave. Um, like they're shutting everything down. So that was, uh, it was really tough. Those first, uh, like six months, I think, uh, we operated on the down low, um, like just doing our emails and orders, uh, all the kitties went to foster homes. So nothing was open Mm -hmm. there. Um, but it was good. I, it did give us an opportunity to figure out other ways of bringing in some income to the yeah. business. Um, and that really expanded our whole online store and retail. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went from stocking a lot of the food and litter that we used to feed the cats to stocking some other really good uh, local Canadian brands, um, other companies that people were requesting us to uh, bring in. So yeah, we built that up over a course of several months and eventually we started doing uh orders all over north america into the states uh and even internationally as well so uh that really gave us a an opportunity to um help 
subsidize some of the costs for the cat forest. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, and I think it was August of 2020, we were able to reopen the cat forest uh, when everything was a bit safer in the city. Nice. So yeah, really good. Yeah, cases were much lower in the summer, so that, that's, that makes sense. That's great. Yeah. Yay, the cat it, forest lives again. <laughs> it was good. so nice to come back and see the kitties running around and people, like, well, I guess you can't really see them smile, but you could tell <laughs> smiling and they were happy tails and are smiling yes <laughs> so it was really really good um so even though it was a tough time it opened up new doors for us and yeah great because now with both sides we're you know it's still struggling as a business but we're still working towards mm -hmm. uh, just trying to help out the cats and get as many into homes as we can but yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And I guess also it's kind of nice to know that you guys have those values behind the brands that you choose to showcase and like local options. So it's good for someone who's like, I get things at PetSmart sometimes, but I also have a pet snake, so I have no choice because there's no reptile stores. <laughs> so I have, I have to go to PetSmart for some of the things that I need for my snake. Um, but because I can't have a cat where I live yet one day, which is why I love the cafe because I can go pet cats there because I can't have one, uh, which is the best thank god because i love cats that's what i grew up with for the most part um but yeah yeah it's uh, it's cool to see you guys having pivoted and make make found a solution that works for you and expanded in another way and also while doing i think awesome things uh, in that regard more sustainable brands more local yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah that's awesome <laughs> um what are your favorite cafes or other kind of places that you like to go in the city i'm just like looking for hot deets if you if you uh anything else you can recommend you like or even just like a cool place that has like best chocolate i don't know what's another place in the city you love another business to shout out i always like to like have people kind of share other things that they enjoy that they might i might never have heard of <laughs> yeah there is this one hole in the wall <laughs> like almost kind of literally um little restaurant by candy and broadway and it's called meru lilu cafe oh um, yeah i think i've been there once yeah it's this little tiny spot it's like family owned for sure and the they do mostly like little japanese breakfasts mm -hmm. with omelets your natto everything like that and they also do westernized breakfast too and a bunch of other like sandwiches and things and I, I love it there. It's very cheap. So I like go and get a coffee and a breakfast for like $7. It's great. That's so and the, oh, nice. And yeah, the drink. I, yeah. I think I had to go there one time. Cause yeah, there was Jap their little Japanese breakfast and someone had recommended to me ages, ages ago, pre-COVID. It's yeah. good, they're, good. They're still around. Cause I haven't been since. Um, yeah. Just the tiniest spot. You'd miss it if you weren't yeah. like looking for it, but yeah, I love them. And then just for a quick, uh, cafe like just to bite the grab a bite to eat i do like baker and table oh, at, yes. uh, oh my god that place is so good they're the melon and buns are to die for i live so i lived right by there and on fraser street which is why i used to go to you guys i was nearby too um and yeah they're little like they do little do they do they do like a pikachu bun too i think they have the oreo bun which they've got so many cute buns they're cute little characters and they're the mochi buns that's so mochi inside that is amazing i forgot about that place even though i was yeah. right there yeah baker and table is really cool um highly recommend that to everyone listening as well if you're looking for cool cafes obviously the cat cafe has the cats hard to beat that but uh those two are also great choices i love that that's awesome i almost forgot about that which is i haven't been since i lived over in that area in like a year i need to go get some yeah. maybe after this i'll just go grab a mochi bun <laughs> yeah 
only really ever go when I'm in the area, but when I'm there, I gotta stop. It's so good there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, I used to work on my laptop there and have a little like Oreo bun um, or whichever yeah. one matcha. They have lots of choices. What can we look forward to in the future, I guess, for the uh, cafe, cat or cat cafe? I guess like opening eventually up more and having more camps. <laughs> we are, we're still operating just at the limited capacity, but hopefully we can up that soon, uh, especially for the winter time, because I think it'll be a good opportunity for people to come out. If the weather is not like the nicest, then you can chill inside with the cats and we'll probably have some more hot drink choices at that time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we are looking to expand our bubble tea menu a little bit. So we'll be experimenting uh, within the next couple months. Um, and then, yeah, I guess just keep working with cat therapy and doing uh, some events. It'd be lovely if we can get our community nights rolling again. We used to do uh, like the movies, cat mm-hmm. yoga. Um, and like toy making classes, art classes, things like that. Hopefully we can get that up and running again because that was a favorite of many. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I love those event little events like that. I actually was thinking because I, I I used to love those like wine and when I was in university, I used to work at the pit ages ago, and the gallery, and we had like a I we didn't I didn't run it. It just happened while I was bartending. But they would do like a pastels and pinot kind of night where we do painting and then drinking. <laughs> But I'm less of a wine person and more of a craft beer person. I was like, I was talking to my friend the other day, and I was like, oh, I should do a craft beer night where we make crafts, you know? Oh yeah, that's while drinking of... craft beer. So I was like, I gotta find one of the breweries who like. I was like, oh, those events aren't really happening because of COVID. I'm like, then like you know. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they might be happening shortly again soon when things start getting a little more chill. We'll see. Um, but I was like, oh, I'd love to organize something like that again. Cause yeah, I love those like community kind of night things where you get to, to make new friends while also like doing something as opposed to just going to a cafe and just talking, which is nice. But you're gonna bring a friend then. <laughs> it's definitely like an experience that people have. I just remember like one of the times we were making like cat toys and this person brought their friend who didn't know where they were coming to. Yeah. And so sat down, like there's cats around, they're like making toys and this little black cat comes and sits in his lap and he Aww. just stays there like, for the whole time almost. And the guy's petting him. And anyway, at the end, the gentleman comes to me and he, and he asks, um, like, Oh, what's, what's its name? Like, what's the adoption info like I'm really like loving this guy and sure enough he came back like a couple weeks later to pick him up because his adoption went through for him which and to to think like he didn't even know where he was going and then ended up finding his so it was it was really sweet like anything can happen on those nights yeah that is so cute the cat just like I I chose you (laughs) yeah Um, it really did yeah oh my god I love it that's amazing all right where can people find you guys online I mean we know where you're located I guess plug us some links let's let the people know they need to go visit the cat cafe (laughs) yeah coming in person we're at uh, 666 East Broadway uh that's uh East Broadway and Fraser in Vancouver um, if people want to find us online, you can find us at katoropets.com. I think we're on Facebook and Instagram also at Katoro Pets. And you can follow us on TikTok as well at Katoro Cafe. That's becoming something really big of us. Oh, Definitely. I'm doing that right now. I swear. One of our um, social media managers, Sasha, she runs our TikTok. And a few of our videos have gone viral in the past week. Wow. So with a few million views so we're pretty we're pretty pumped and definitely a source of entertainment and yeah reach the 
an amazing amount of people. Um, just the other week, we had a, a disabled kitty here, and her name was Moxie, and she was uh, paralyzed from the waist down. And uh, she had a little bit of mobility movement, and we made a TikTok video for her, and she blew up. People from Hawaii to the UK were like messaging us and asking if they could donate or anything to that. So Aww. we're thanks to our rescue. And um, sure enough, she got adopted within the week. It was so quick. Wow, that's and, awesome. Yeah, so she's in, a, in her loving home now. I'm pretty sure she's on Instagram somewhere. The Monkey. Cat? Oh my god, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> like what the power of social media can do. So. Totally. Yeah. TikTok's interesting with the, the vira- virality that seems to happen very easily for small businesses and like the short form video kind of going into even Instagram has reels. Um, and I mean, also pets on TikTok. That is 100% the reason I downloaded it like last year because I was like, oh, this is for kids and I'm too old for that. And then I was like, wait, there's cute animal videos. Sign me up. <laughs> All my feed right now is just cats, cats. <laughs> yeah. Like, like cat videos and like some snake reptiles that I follow as well. Cause I like, I like a bunch of weird animals. Um, awesome. Thank you so much for, uh, for agreeing to come on the podcast and telling us about the cat cafe. It was so lovely meeting you. I can't wait to come yeah. back again. <laughs> Please visit. You can book an appointment and come see the kitties. Yes. But yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for having us for me, I guess. <laughs> well, the whole cafe. It's good. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're in it. I can see the pet toys in the background. Yeah. It's cute. It's perfect. Awesome. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode, guys. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Thank you. I Like Your Dress is produced by your favorite trio, Allison Shields, Victoria Fraser, and Cameron Napier. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.